Good morning. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It just turned 12 now. All right. Good, good afternoon, Snell Nation. And let's see now. Today. Today, we're going to have a bit of a chat. And uh, of course, the, the title is The Road to War. But there's a lot of like little uh, little pieces and parts here. And ultimately, um, I, I just look back. And, you know, sometimes things feel very familiar and you see things play out. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I like to think that I'm fairly young. I'm 38 years old, um, but I've still seen <laughs> quite a bit over the past uh, 20 to 30 years. And when I see it, it's like, man, that feels familiar. That sounds familiar. And I, I, I feel like I've seen that or I've read something like that, you know, that closely aligns to that. There's so many parallels. And then I go back and look at some other events and um, and I find those those connections. And it really it doesn't take much work to find those connections, um, but it truly is uh, fascinating. And it goes back to something I've stated multiple times that, you know, there 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 really isn't anything new under the sun uh, to some extent. Now, for this one, you know, I, I looked at uh, several uh, major conflicts. Um, I looked at the Iraq War. Um, I went back through Vietnam. I, I took a look at uh, World War One, World War Two, and then of course uh, where we are now. And there's just a couple of little things uh, that that I found kind of interesting. And you know, I, I, I title it as the Road to War, the Path to War, um, because it seems like there's certain things that happen um, that lead to a grand. Uh, I don't want to call it a conclusion, but just a a big moment. So, you know, and I guess let me take it in, uh, let me put it in chronological order and I will walk it, uh, walk it back and, and then bring it, bring it forward. So let, let's start with just real quick, World War One and World War Two. Now, World War One, um, this whole thing happened under President Woodrow Wilson, who I truly believe is is just one of the worst presidents we've ever had. People like to, you know, uh, talk about Trump or talk about Obama. Um, some even talk about our current president as being the, the worst president ever. But I can assure you uh, they do not hold a candle to this guy. Um, a lot of things happen under his tenure. The, the big one being the, the birth of the Federal Reserve, um, the, the Federal Reserve Act of 1913. But this individual during his reelection campaign, um, had these promises, you know, hey, no, no war and all that good stuff. And one of the slogans was uh, he kept us out of war and uh, America first was another one. You know, uh, so tell me if you, if you heard that one before. But he, he, he pulled on the, the right strings and he had a great, uh, great campaign manager, had a great marketing campaign for that time. I mean, we're talking the 19 teens here. Uh, so, of course, uh, a lot of print, uh, but still, it was very effective. And, of course, he won that re-election campaign. And then, uh, well, we, we found ourselves in uh, <laughs> involved in World War I. Uh, but what I, what I found interesting was, you know, you had a, uh, a little bit of primer in uh, propaganda, in this case, um, uh, anti-Germanism uh, anti or anti-German propaganda. Uh, then you had the big event, 
which helped boost that propaganda. You had the sinking of the uh, Lusitania, which was a British ship. Um, it was sunk by uh, German soldiers. It had 120 American uh, citizens on it. So, of course, that was in every newspaper, you know, every magazine. It was talked about everywhere. It was pushed. Um, and then you had that anti-Germanism at a peak at that time, an anti-German sentiment. And then you had, you know, German-Americans that were being attacked, uh, business owners, German business owners, German-American business owners being attacked um, by, by American citizens. And everything was, was really peaking. That propaganda was peaking. And wh then what you had was you had that, that swaying of public opinion. So you had polls where a majority of the country was against uh, us getting involved in World War One. There was a feeling that, hey, you know, we can't afford it. We got our own problems. America first. You know, hey, we, we reelected you on that. You know, America first. And, you know, and, and no war. And we, we just focus on our own. Yet, yet here we are. Um, but with all that propaganda and everything and it permeating uh, all just all the way down to the individual citizens to the point where they're physically attacking uh, German-American citizens that, that had nothing to do with what was going on, then public opinion was swayed. And then it went from being a small percentage being against our involvement in the war to, you know, three quarters, you want to be all in, you know, period without really uh, considering um, the, uh, the negative side uh, to getting involved in such a conflict. You know, so y y you have World War One, then War World War II. Um, of course, the big event, obviously, is, is Pearl Harbor. That happens. Then just propaganda campaign, propaganda campaign. We, you know, we have, we have no choice. You know, we, we have to get involved. And uh, then, of course, you had more, uh, you had more, uh, you know, uh, anti-German and uh, German-American and then anti-Japanese-American sentiment at that time. So you had Japanese-American citizens being attacked by other American citizens. And then you even had those, uh, these, those internment camps, which shows the power of propaganda, the fact that you can have uh, 200,000 plus uh, Japanese-American citizens. Um, a majority of which felt like they had no choice, the right thing to do. Hey, you know, the government says, you know, well, we have to go stay in these camps and leave all of our possessions and businesses behind. So this whole thing blows over while they try to find um, the, these boogeymen, these these spies that are lurking, um, uh, that are lurking throughout uh, throughout the country. And then you had other American citizens that were, you know, not really pushing back against it. Not really crying out, hey, wait a minute, they're, they're, they're citizens just like us, you know, they, they pay their taxes, they own businesses, they work hard, they, you know, they make a contribution uh, to our, uh, to our country, to our society, you know, is it fair to treat them this way, you know, but a majority of people, once that, that propaganda got set in, you know, and people just sort of sat back for the most part. And allowed incredibly uh, terrible and unfair things to to happen, but once again with World War II, you know you had that event, you had that uh, that that spike in propaganda. Then you had it work its way down to the individual citizens, it is citizens where you had American citizens turning on American citizens, you know turning each other in. You know, tell me if you heard this one before, but turning on each other. 
uh, for no reason other than just uh, compliance and obedience. You know, but hey, you know that that. So we got World War One, World War Two, and let's jump way way ahead here. Uh, from World War Two, let's come down to uh, let's come down to the Iraq War. So we had an event. We had nine eleven. Now for this one, um, I'm actually uh, old enough to, you know, I I was let me see, I was a sophomore in college uh, when this happened at uh, at Kent State, and I remember walking around and I uh, we had some big screen TVs and I I saw one of the planes hitting uh, one of the towers and I didn't I didn't think it was real. I asked someone if it was like some new movie or something because I like what this is this is unbelievable. Um, but it happened, and it was a modern-day Pearl Harbor, and you had the event. Then you have the spike in propaganda. Then you have that um, it w- there was this boost in hate crimes against Muslims, actually an increase of uh, uh, 16,000% between 2000 and 2002. That's, that's quite a jump. You know, so you, you have that propaganda— then you have that anti, uh, uh, anti-Muslim, anti-Middle Eastern American sentiment that sets in. You have American citizens turning on other American citizens. And then we had the invasion. It was uh, March of uh, 2003. So the American populace at one point, um, just like in World War I, just like in World War II, uh, was strongly against uh, us getting involved um, in affairs in, in another part of the world. But then you have the event. Uh, you have that well-placed propaganda. You have that swaying of public opinion. And then suddenly, if you don't want to go to war, then you're, you're uh, anti-patriotic and you're probably a communist or a, uh, a socialist or a Marxist or, I don't know, racist. I don't know. You could just th- just throw any is in there. And just to label someone and, and get every this force someone to feel like they have to be a part of the group. They have to be on board with this, you know, because it's it's about vengeance, you know. And I have to say, you know, we all we all have that capacity to fall for such things. And, you know, I myself at that time, um, I was let's see, how old was I? I was 19, 18. Uh, actually, no, I just turned 19 when that, when that happened. And it was, um, it was, I was shell shocked and my, my impulse was like, how, you know, how could someone do this to us? And, you know, I, you know, let's, let's mount up everybody. Let's get our, get our jets, get our, this, get our, that. And let's, let's go get these guys without thinking about, uh, the, the costs and not just about money. Um, Because, of course, we're talking trillions of dollars at this point that have been just flushed down the toilet with the Iraq war and the the Afghan war. But uh, but also the of course, the human costs, Uh, the loss of life. I mean, thousands and thousands of uh, American citizens that died in the event. That was 9-11. The soldiers that died during the invasion, we're talking thousands. And then we also seem to forget about the. the civilians, the, the citizens in Iraq. And we're talking hundreds and hundreds of thousands that lost their lives during all this mass chaos. 
and then millions that were displaced because of all the destruction. And it was the same thing in World War II. You know, a lot of times you look back and you look at some of the statements that people made, you know, after Pearl Harbor, hey, you know, go in, let, you know, let's get these guys, all that good stuff. And oh, sure. Um, but we don't always think about the, the cost um, because it wasn't all the Japanese citizens, you know, that committed this atrocity. It wasn't, you know, all of the German citizens that committed atrocities. But at the same time, they, they all paid the cost because once the bomb started to fall, yeah, it, it's hard to it's hard to guide a, uh, a missile or drop a bomb that only kills the uh, quote unquote bad guys. So it's incredibly unfortunate. And now Iraq War, World War One, World War Two and now coming back to today. So what are we seeing today? You know, so we don't necessarily have an event. But we have a, a spike in, in uh, propaganda, of course, anti-China. And, of course, the relationship with China is very, very complicated. I'm, I'm still trying to understand how someone can be the bad guys, you know, some, some ultimate uh, communist evil. Um, but at the same time, we can have the NBA sign like a multi-billion dollar contract and, and can, can be in, in cahoots with businesses that serve uh, their government there and uh, just these huge contracts like hundreds of millions of dollars each year going all the way back to I think 2009 but they're this terrible thing there are competitors and they're communists uh, communist Satan and <laughs> all that kind of stuff which really complicates things but you have that anti-China propaganda and of course everybody wants the president to be tough on China and tough on this and tough you know which is hilarious considering who our president is. Uh, but you have this anti-China propaganda. You have this, it seems like an almost inevitable collision uh, coming where, of course, we're competing for, you know, who's going to be the dominant, uh, the dominant superpower. You don't have the event, but you have, the, you have the propaganda. Then you have that propaganda just filtering its way down to the point where you have American citizens attacking other American citizens. You have this anti-Asian American sentiment that's that's shining through, and it's been shining through for, for years now. I mean, it's incredibly unfortunate. And you have people, I mean, Asian Americans are being attacked on the street, on buses, or, you know, the occasional stabbing that'll happen, and, and uh, a beating, or someone getting stomped to death, or stabbed to death. Or uh, some of them being made victims by the knockout game, which is uh, mostly mostly uh, uh, conducted by uh, young uh, black Americans or African Americans. Of course, the media won't really touch on that because that doesn't quite fit into uh, this this uh, nonsense that they're pushing. You know, of course, we got to keep keep us all at each other's throats. But you have that 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 hatred and that, that anger, that misplaced anger and all the things are there. Everything is primed. I believe to sway public opinion in the future. So when the time comes, Hey, uh, you know, I think it's time for us to launch some sort of a offensive against China, or we, we got to send troops in for this, or we got to do this or that American, the American opinion, of course, at first will be, well, what is, What's happening in, you know, in China 
what does that have to do with me? You know, I don't, I don't understand. Like, the, what, what does Beijing have to do with Chicago? You know, like, what does that have to do? I'm living my life here. Why can't we focus on our own borders? Yada, yada, yada. Boom. Then you hit, hit them with an event. Well-placed propaganda. Good marketing campaign. Public opinion is swayed. So it's just this pattern that follows this 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 path. Um, it's almost like the uh, problem reaction solution, where you, you know you create the problem, then you uh, you manage the reaction through through propaganda, then you give the solution to the to the problem that you created. So you essentially create the villain, and then you also create the hero yourself to step in and, and vanquish the villain. And then you're uh, then you're given a standing ovation, uh, apparently, in a lot of cases. So it's just something that, you know, hey, I, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe I'm just uh, talking out of the side of my neck, as they say. But the history is there. The information is there. And just the more you look and you just start to see these. Um, there's so much correlation and so many parallels. And, you you know, you even look at the presidents and some of the choices they they made during those times and you know you look at where we are now and it feels like a very uh familiar path so that was just some thoughts i i had on on just some some patterns that i noticed you know but but i'm curious just what do you guys think out there you know i'm curious what my listeners think so please you know feel free to to send me a message to the anchor app um, you can also find me on Google Podcasts, um, Overcast, Apple uh, Podcasts as well. Um, you can drop me a review there if you'd like. You also can find me on social media. Um, uh, as I always say, I, I'm not a hard man to find. So with that, please stay curious. You know, um, please continue to to desire the truth. And uh, just Keep an active mind, not an open mind, not a closed mind, but an active mind. With that, Snell Nation out.